Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Yo, what's going on, travelers? It's Ricky Venters and Marlon Madden, and we're back with you for another week of the Success Journey Show. What's going on, Marlon? How are you today, bro? Man, I'm living the dream and somebody else's nightmare. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if anybody hear this, is that yo? Listen, I'll tell you the straight up truth. I did not want Old McCullum to win any more Super Bowls. I'm from New uh, York, and I still was rooting for them for them birds, man. I was, yeah, I was. dude. I thought I thought the birds had it, dude. I thought I was like, all right, third quarter. I was like, man, these guys are rocking from Bro. the from the opening from the opening. I was like, yo, these dudes are pushing this ball like and i so after halftime i was like you know let me just lay down go lay down you know they got this thing on lock i said i'll watch it i don't know i was falling asleep in and out i was like what wait a minute what i fell asleep woke up and the 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 kansas city team were holding a trophy i was like what the what bro happened i'm sick y'all man but yeah it was um wow it was yeah good game man yeah, good game. That's what I was looking for. I, I didn't, I didn't, care. I didn't have, a, I didn't have a stake in the game. Yeah, no yeah way we didn't have up. a stake, but I just wanted a big game. You know, it, it, it's just gonna go along with our show. What we're talking about today, they give people everything too fast. I'm not mm. saying the kid is not good. I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback, but you can't put him in the best of all time category just from what he's no. done now. You know, what I'm saying there's a lot more to play. Hey, he, this is his. Th- this is his third. Super Bowl, right? So third Super Bowl, second um win. Um I mean, yeah. I, I mean, hey man, they were giving Eli Manning a whole bunch of props when how garbage he was throughout his his time. And hey, he got so, so, Super Bowl so then we put time. him in the same so then we'll put him in the same um thing of uh, as you said you said um um Peyton Manning. Um Eli no, Manning. Eli. I said Eli I Manning. They, they were talking highly of him. I want I want to get people upset. I'll say he's as good as Peyton then. Watch this. And I bet you you're going to see people in our chats go crazy because you still have people that will say Peyton Manning is better than Tom Brady. Oh, no, no, no. You can't. No, you can't. There's those no way you top, can say that. Bro, those top, yeah. those uh, Peyton Manning fans, oh, my God. I, I will say when they were both playing, I, I was more of a Peyton Manning's fan than I was. Oh, I couldn't stand Oh yeah, Tom yeah, Brady. but yeah, that's because they're New England. I couldn't stand Tom exactly. Brady. I couldn't stand the yeah, Patriots. New York. If you go but, for the if you go for the thing, you can't. There's no way you could go for the New England. No way. No, I'm no. Afraid. Especially living in New York. New York, you were not yeah. rooting for anything. New England. New England. Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> Boston Celtics. I don't care who. Patriots. Nothing. Boston Celtics. Nothing. 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 Mass related. Uh, New England related. So, but it wasn't until you know it was just like undeniable like dude this guy is just great um Peyton and I was just like dude I have to give him all all credit but like I said like this dude Mahone I mean three Super Bowls dude like, I mean that yeah. that's he's <sighs> doing something right you know so I, is, I'm not gonna say he's the greatest but he's he's definitely doing yeah. something right he's doing you something know, he's, he's, he's already Hall of Fame no matter what yeah, he does exactly. now he could yeah. throw interceptions from now until the rest of his career is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yep, yep, yep. You got to give it to him. So, 
Yeah, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs, even though, I mean, we have no affiliation with them and no sponsorship, yep. but shout out to them for, hey, for winning. Give us a sponsorship. Talking about sponsorship, yes, uh, we have a special sponsorship that we should uh, always highlight, and that's the Hit Doctor MD, the lead swing trainer, the Hit Doctor MD. If you don't know what it is, you could go on to hitdoctormd.com and you could check it out. They're our sponsor, our only sponsor for the show. And well, we have a couple of the sponsors, you know, Rick. And we we failed to anywhere. Uh, Journeywear. We have yeah. um hold on. We still Dr. Gaddis, right? Oh yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, Dr. Yes. Gaddis. Um, 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 gosh. Hey, sponsors, if you're looking for us, we have a list. It's been a while since <laughs> don't listen to what we're doing right now. We will shout you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But hit Dr. A if you want to get if you want to be a better batter. <laughs> oh man inside joke with that but yeah guys it is doing well man i mean we're on this product development journey and there's always something to do every single day but i i must say like one, one thing i'm so glad of everything i've learned up until this point right yeah. because you know you get those negative feedbacks and i'm good yeah like i'm like yeah it's gonna come like it, it's, it's gonna part come. of it, like it yep. and you know how to deal with it you know and my yes, goal is like, i'm gonna make a negative comment person be a be a, 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 a advocate of our joint yes, like sir. i get mad how they feel everyone has a feel but if i was starting this off in the beginning i could be i'll be distraught like oh man they don't like the problem getting upset like what do you talk about what does it mean i don't have time like nah yeah, here's a simple reply like hey yeah, man yeah. glad you feel that way you know we all we're just offering something different, you know. It's mm-hmm. like it's you just have to have a piece, um, uh, 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 in a posture of just like, hey, we just kind of keep pushing. So, man, we're learning a lot, making a lot of movements, um, a long ways to go. But you guys know anyone in the baseball softball space, um, this this product, the Elite Swing Trainer, is something that they need um, in their development. So I don't care what level you're on. They need it, man. And we're going to keep pushing this thing until we get it into as many's hands as possible, man. So, yeah, guys, um, we got a great show. Thinking, talking about baseball and softball, man, we have a great show for us today. Um, we met this gentleman at the conference we were at in January. Talk about building relationships, talking about, you know, expanding your network, uh, talking about baseball and softball, right? Uh, a space that Marlon and I have no prior history in outside of what we're doing now, right? Talk um, for yourself. I used to play cricket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, so we have a phenomenal guest, phenomenal guest, and we're going to go ahead and after this commercial, man, we're going to jump right to him. So, listen, guys, before we do that, remember, go check us out at the successjourneyshow.com. Um, or hitdoctormd.com if you want to learn more about the Elite Swing Trainer. As a matter of fact, you should have a video here, either here or in the beginning. I don't know where Jay puts it, but Jay, throw that in there um, so they can see exactly what, what it is. So, guys, we'll catch you on the on the other side of this. All right, yep. peace. 21 the net, that's another one. Peace. 21 the net, yes. All right, guys. <laughs>
like we always say, uh, 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 we could run our mouth all day, Ricky and I. We could talk about all the great things we've done, but we know you're not here for that. You're actually here for our guests, and we know this. So today, anytime I get to introduce a guest, you know, I go a little extra because I don't know when it's going to come. Ricky usually does it, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But this brother right here, I'm going to tell you, we got down to Tennessee um, to the baseball convention, and we're setting up, and I heard some music, and I was like, yo, I like, I like that song. And I walked over to a brother, and I was like, yo, where's that song and he was telling me? And then I was like, I don't know what it was, but the Bible said, how can two walk lest they agree, right? Yeah. And as soon as I got beside him, I was like, I felt this energy. And I was like, yo, bro. And then I told him, yo, we got a podcast. Get you, And we, we just start vibing. I, we exchanged numbers that day or um, Instagram. Uh, um, that day and all through the rest of the week, he was he was there doing his thing, and we saw him, and he'll come over, and we'll say what's up. And uh, CJ, man, it's great to meet. It was great to meet you then, but it's even better to have you on the show today. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It's uh, it's been highly anticipated to be on your on your podcast show, Ricky and Marley. Y'all do a hell of a job, man, and and uh, I just can't wait. I feel like, you know, I've been burning, like I got something to say, you know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like this is almost like an exclusive, uh, exclusive interview because not too many people know the story. They just see the glory, but they don't know the story. You know what I'm saying? So, so for everybody that's on here right now, I mean, I'm shoot, we live everywhere. We got Instagram tuning in right now. We got them all, man. So we, we doing it and we put it out there. Yes, sir. Dude, and, it's an honor, man, and a privilege to have you on, dude. It is straight up just to kind of echo what Marlon said. We're just meeting you. I got I got to put this plug in right here just about your character, the type of personality you have, because, you know, you go to a lot of these different events and you meet a lot of different people. And, um, you know, you, you didn't big time nobody, dude. Like you were just so down to earth. And, yeah. you know, and, and when you talk to the person, you know, you, you got their name and then it was like family, instant connection, instant family. Try to build that repertoire. Try to be like, hey, I'm here to, you know, I'm here just like you with serving, boom, 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 boom. What are you working on? All this kind of stuff, man. And just that energy, um, you felt that instant connections do. So it is a privilege and honor, right, for us to have you here on this platform. And I'm really excited to chop it up, man, and just dive into your story. So um, without further ado, why don't you to share with our listeners and travelers around the world. Um, just a, a little bit about yourself, man. Who, who, who is CJ? Shoot, man, I'm, I'm a guy with a, a, a vision, a vision, man. I would say that, a, like I've been saying a long time, CJ Beatty is a dude that had an idea, a dollar, and a dream, man. And that's what it was. And then we sprinkled a lot of prayer on top, you know, to get me to where mm-hmm. I'm at, man. But, uh, you know, I'm known internationally as the baseball and softball motivator, uh, former former uh, draft pick of the St. Louis Cardinals, um, former professional scout and assistant hitting coach in the minor leagues, um, music artist, entrepreneur. I call myself a serial entrepreneur at this point. Um, but um, philanthropist, you know, just just giving to the community a resource, um, whatever it is, man. It, and, and if you study it long enough, you'll see that it, it's a pattern. Uh, all the things that I do is always centered around helping people. 
You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I, and I, and I would like to give a shout out to my, to my parents for that, you know, cause I didn't just, uh, that was a learned trait. That ain't something that you just have. That's something that you're taught. And I, mm-hmm. and I really do want to pay homage and uh, show respect to my mom and dad for, for teaching me this way of life. Uh, love it, dude. Love it. Love it. Man, I was just in a conversation about that earlier with somebody about the roots, right? Like, what, what are we teaching our kids? Like, how are we raising them? What are we showing them by example? And that servitude, you know, uh, serving, helping, being available for other people, that's not something that's normally shown or shared with um, youth this day, man. So you can see that resonates through you, man. And I, and I appreciate and applaud even moms and moms and pops now, right? Just for the product uh, that they made in you, man. Go ahead, Marlon, I know you were gonna say something there. Yeah, so we wanna start from, we don't wanna start all the way from the womb, but we wanna start from when you're in high school, you know, you're, you're, you're probably, not probably, you're doing sports because you don't pick up baseball like one year before and say you're going to make it to <laughs> any kind nah, of league. <laughs> nah, it didn't, it didn't, didn't quite work that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, I was seven foot. A coach saw me and just said, hey, you play basketball? And I was like, yeah. no, nah, but then he put me on his team and I, I learned how to dunk and now I made I'm in it the to the NBA. Yeah, now <laughs> I'm in the NBA. <laughs> it's not that kind of story so talk about the that hard work and ethic that and how did you get into baseball i know you're down south um from down south how how did you get into baseball was it a passion of your father your mother who 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 in your family uh played baseball and how did you uh uh, orchestrate that that love for it that it turned into something prosperous yeah um i became a baseball player uh because you know, growing up in the African-American community, it's always about football and basketball. And my mother was very, very, very strong on ingraining inside of me to be different, to not to walk the path less travel, to be a trailblazer. And even to this day, as I look back, a lot of who I am today and the decisions that I make and the lanes that I stay in is because of that, man. My mom told me um, to not try so hard to fit in when you're born to stand out. And I remember she used to make me write that like hundreds of times, you know, mm-hmm. when you're born to stand out. And mm-hmm. I was used to not understand it. And that's one thing. Let me, that's a teaching moment right now that I want to take the time and elaborate on. I think as parents, it's important that we navigate the mental for our kids. And what I mean by navigate the mental for our kids is my mother used to make me write things that I did not want to write, but it was sowing of the seed that was important. So Mm -hmm. even as I'm writing it and before I can go outside, I got to write, I am born to stand out 250 times. People might look at that as, as your mama was forcing you to do something that you don't want to do. But my mom knew that subconscious was being activated, that subconsciously that I'm believing and I'm starting to write something that my body is seeing over and over again. And here I am in my career now, still saying that I'm born to stand out. Yes, you see what I'm saying? So I think mm-hmm. it's important that parents understand that it might not be the most popular thing to continue to, to force feed your child, but it's necessary. You can't just allow them 
to have candy all the time just so you can be happy and call them your friend. You're not a friend, mm-hmm. you're a parent first. Yes, so sir. it might be important to cram that cauliflower, cram that vegetable, cram what they need in them so they can live a long and prosperous life. Yeah, I'll tell you, hey, CJ, Rick, before you jump, I know you got something to say about that. Because Ricky got three boys. Um, I got four kids. I got uh, two girls, two boys. Uh, but Ricky got that, those you know, three boys. And, um, you know, let me tell you, today, so my son made the wrestling team. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to wrestle. Don't mm-hmm. care about wrestling. <laughs> the only reason the only reason why I know anything about wrestling is because I was a martial arts instructor in the Marine Corps and that they mixed that in there. But before that, I knew nothing about wrestling except messing around with Ricky and Donovan and them just horse playing. And we probably just more slap box than anything. Uh-huh. But I told him, I said, he doesn't want to do it. But I said, listen, you want to play ball. You want to play basketball, of course. And um, not of course, but basketball. And um, I'd like, yo, your, 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 your foundation is not that strong. And if your footwork, your, 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 your foundation is not strong, you're going to get pushed around on the basketball court. You're not going to be able to stand up to um, bigger guys. Cause you're not that you're not, you're, you're not, a, he's, he's taller, but he's not fat. The, the, the kid is not going to have no, no that, that kind of weight on him. Mm-hmm. And I forced him to, to I said, you're going to go try out for wrestling. And I don't care if they put the number one wrestler in front of you in the nation. You better beat him to get on the team. Mm-hmm. 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 I like that. And I he, like made, that. he made the team. So, so I understand totally when you say we're not here to be friends with our friends first. With yes. our kids, which I'm yes. seeing a lot. Yeah. We're here to we're here to train, mentor, guide, and put a product, ending product, or, or um at the end of the of that journey. And mm-hmm. a lot of parents are trying to be friends first because somebody studied in a book and said, you need to be their friend more than be um, the person that, 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 that instills, hey, I'm going to have to get you because you did X. Exactly. Yeah. So CJ, with that, right, and, and your parents instilling that in you and, you know, that subconscious going, you know, the scripture said, write the vision and make it plain. And mm-hmm. she had you writing that thing down like all the time, right? Um, so it's embedded in your subconscious. When did you start seeing, or when you can remember, when you start seeing the manifestation of those things coming to play as you were applying it uh, in life? You know, those, I mean, honestly, it hits for different people, man. Um, I'll, I'll say this just to be transparent. My, um, in our culture, and that is a, that of African American. You know, we're taught, we're taught survival. Yeah. And my parents didn't teach me the way of life. They taught me the way of survival. And that's mm. that goes deep in our community. So I really didn't understand mental toughness until shoot, until I was in my 20s. Uh, in pro ball, like mental mm. toughness was not ingrained inside of me until I got outside of my culture. Mm. And typically African-Americans don't really, if you think about it, you probably didn't get really ingrained into what mental toughness is or pushed to the limit until you got to the military. Because up <laughs> until that point, it's like it's survival. 
It's tuck yeah. away your money. They don't teach you money. It's tuck away money. Wait, yeah, yes, yes, sir. It's, it's rainy day money. They don't talk investing. They say stack your money, put it in savings, and don't touch it in case it's a rainy day. Correct. Mm-hmm. Survival. So yeah. my parents, they did the best they could, but I didn't understand mental until I got into my 20s, until I got to pro ball. And that's when I got to pro ball and I started to really realize Dang, he's just as fast as me, or he's faster than me. Dang, mm-hmm. his, hands, his hands is quick, but I think they might be a little bit quicker than mine. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up there and you say, well, how is it that I'm going to beat this person? And then that's when the big leaguers, my rookie season, come down and talk to us minor leaguers, and they say, if you want to beat somebody or stay at this level, you're going to have to establish what mental toughness is in your life. Mm-hmm. Wow. They started talking about routines, approaches, dieting, all this stuff that I knew nothing about. I would just show up, play hard, and live it out there on the field. Bigger, stronger, faster was all I knew. I didn't understand nothing between the ears because it was never taught to me. Mm. You know, when you're a talent, nobody teaches you anything. Have you yes, ever thought sir. about that? Yes. Like when you're a talent, yep. at a certain level, don't nobody mess with you. If you're talented... Yep. If you shoot like this and that sucker go in, that coach may leave him alone. If you moonwalking touchdowns in, they, they ain't touching you. Leave him alone. For the rest of y'all, y'all listen to me. But him, he do whatever he want. And that's the way that my life was as a baseball player. Every coach I got on, they were like, CJ, do what he want to do. Because obviously it's working. I'm a fool not to mess with it. When I got the pro ball, I said, nah, I'm starting to blend in and I don't like that. But you start to blend in because everybody has talent at that level, but everybody don't have mental toughness. Mm. Everybody don't have mental toughness, man. So I look back over my life and it's crazy because this is really what birthed me as a uh, on this journey to mental because I didn't just hop on it right then and there. It, it, It started to. Uh, you know, question marks started to swirl around my head. And I was like, how in the world can I go out and find this? So now people are introducing it to me, but I had no way of finding it. See, there's always levels to this. They're going to introduce you to something. Then you're going to get back in that car. You're going to get back at home and you don't know how to find it. They're telling me I need it, but nobody told me how to get it. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, then that went on to, there's so many. There's, listen, there's so many messages in that too, man. Yes, sir. There's so <laughs> many messages in that. Ricky and I talk every morning. I'm not even lying to you. Ricky and I talk every morning, and these conversations about that mental toughness. How am I gonna let right now, my son? Oh man, he's a great basketball player. But I know that there's gonna come a time when he gets on the court. Every kid was a great basketball player. Yep. Or is a great basketball player. Yep. What's going to separate you, bro? What's yeah. going to make you, if, if, if you were, it was, math came easy to you. When you go on, when, when you go to the advanced stuff <laughs> and you're in the class where everybody just, they just see numbers fly in front of their face. They just, how are you going to, those are the conversations that Ricky and I are having because we want to figure it out for our kids. And it's yeah. real tough. Sometimes to even yeah. get that across to your kid because you come, you, you, when everybody, well, my friends ain't doing, yeah, you, yeah, I know, I know, yeah. but 
But CJ, you you mentioned something, man. You you said that mental toughness. How how did you gain the mental toughness now? Because now that you're there and you said, I need to gain mental toughness. You're yeah, in the yeah. pros. How did you, what steps did you say to say, okay, this is how I gained that mental toughness? Uh, mental toughness came to me in the form of multi-level marketing. Mm. And I smile because it, you know we all have our story. Everybody has their story yes. of yes. multi-level marketing. Yes. Yep. Multi-level marketing, man. I'll tell you what, MLM. What happened yes. was I was at one, I was in college. No, not in college. I was in college in the off-season of Pro Ball. And I was at my cousins because I got drafted my junior season. So what would have been my senior season, I'm on campus, but I'm on campus as a professional baseball player. My cousin mm -hmm. says to me in a call, he calls me up, and I'm pretty sure you're going to laugh at this. He says, hey, cuz, I ain't got a lot of time, but I, I, I want to talk to you about something that's going to change your life. Ooh, I, look I, at, I look at the phone. I, I look at the phone. I look at the phone, and I'm like, bro, what? Alex, is that you? What, what are you, why are you? Why are you talking like this, bro? You good? Is somebody got you? You good? He say, nah, man, I ain't got a I ain't got a lot of time right now, but this could change your life. Can you meet me at 6 o'clock p.m.? <laughs> six yeah. You all right, man? Yeah, I can meet you, man. You good? Yeah, I, I, I got to step back into this meeting. But uh, can I count on you to be there at 6? I said, because <laughs> I'm going to be there at 6, man, but this might not be no foolishness, man. But anyway, I went to it, and it was an opportunity through multi-level marketing um, we were pushing at that particular time, we was pushing organic coffee and, you know, oh, they yeah. did the whole, they did the whole, uh, you know, how many people, you know, drink coffee and tea and hot chocolate on occasions. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, uh, so they, I, I bought into it because I, I bought into it one because it was my cuz I trusted them. And then he, he had to, to reinforce it with, if you don't like it, I give you your money back. So I said, all right, man, what's the worst that can happen? I trust my cousin. He said he's going to give me my money back. So that's all he needed to say for me to sign up. I got in it, man, and I really hustled it. You know, I hustled it hard. Um, man, I was, slinging, I was slinging organic coffee like we was on the block, bro. I was pulling out sachets of coffee and sliding to people like, yo, what's up, man? You good? Everything good? All right, man, look, Black, hey, we got that latte coming in tomorrow, all right? Let me know, bro. Fresh, fresh. Hey, nobody, nobody in Greensboro got this, fam. Nobody in Greensboro got this. You on that Jamaica Blue Mountain, bro. That's fresh, that's fresh from the island, fam. It's fresh from the island. You know, if you want that job to hit hard, I got the Rishi capsules right here, bro. I got the capsules in the capsule form, bro. This joint hit like it's in your veins. Um, but uh, but anyway, I got into that business. I got into that business and um and the one thing that I can say that I am extremely blessed about, fellas, is the fact that multi-level marketing, I don't care which one you choose, I can promise you this is going to take you down the journey of, um, of personal development. Yes. yes sir. Yep. And that's what it did. It took me down the journey of personal development because I got in and they was telling me, if you want to go to the next pen level, you're going to need to do it with your mind. You're going to have to do it with this. And they introduced me to audio books and they introduced yeah, me to yeah, routines. Yeah. They, they introduced me to Les Brown, which introduced me yeah. to 
uh, Jim Rohn, which introduced me to having a planner and not using your phone because you got to write the vision and make it plain. So therefore, I'm starting mm-hmm. to go out and get a planner and I'm writing down my whole days and my I'm doing all this stuff at 20 something, son. And once I did this, I started to see my bank account change. Mm. I started to see my life change. I started to wear stuff with a strong collar. I started to get my initials on my cuffs. You know, I started to do crazy <laughs> stuff that allowed me to believe a lot, that pushed me to dream, that grew my mind beyond the limits that my parents left me with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And the only way that I was able to do that was because was from pushing my mind, picking up a book, my first book that I ever read that was outside of an autobiography mm-hmm. was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And that was introduced yeah, to me through multi-level marketing. And um, so that's that's how I got introduced to it right there, man. And 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 ever since then, I always knew, like, if I want more out of life, I got to grow my mind. And it started from mm-hmm. that. Yes, sir. Yeah, dude. Rick, you, we you all got, got our MLM. Marketing. Talk about we it. all got our MLM stories, dude. But I, I tell you one thing, like you said, I credit everything in terms of my growth, men, uh, um, personal development, mindset to my experience in multi-level market. People are like, oh man, did you make a killing? You make a whole bunch of money? I was like, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't make a whole bunch of money. I said, I didn't lose any money. Right. I made more than what I, you know, invested into it. But the personal development mindset, the character, um, uh, uh, the network that I got introduced to, uh, the people that and relationships that I have to the to the uh, today, dude, it wouldn't if I would have said it's all because I said yes to a multi-level marketing opportunity and just being in that and just. Like you said, Ray, really embracing the fact that I am where I am today because of who I am. And if I want to go somewhere else and I have to invest in myself and not invest in myself and saying I need to do this and that, but get a book, read, learn, grow, all these different things. So when you say multi level, I just start smiling because I'm like, dude, that was my story, bro. That is it. But, but traveler, I want to pause real quick because travelers all over the world that are listening to this right now, like, I don't want you to miss the nugget that CJ is putting out here because what multi-level marketing is not to say, oh, go find a multi-level marketing thing, but what multi-level marketing did that a lot of people don't have is that accountability. Mm-hmm. And it puts you into an environment of people that are hungry. So if you can create that environment somewhere else, I don't care where it is. Like, I, I don't care if it's a church. I don't care if it's a community. I don't care. I don't care nonprofit. I don't care what it is. But if you get into an environment, right, that's going to force you to want to grow, force you to want to think bigger, dream bigger, create routines, create all these different things. That's when you are going to start realizing the things that you say are your dreams. Mm. But absent of that, dude, you're going to be just just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I haven't seen it work any other way. I'm sorry. And it's not multi-level market, but I haven't seen it work any other way about that community, about that network. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that, man. And uh, I definitely was part of some coffee joint too, man. It was some... <laughs> probably <laughs> wasn't was hard enough. Drinks and cell phones, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what yeah. was it? Quick, I, 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 quick, was it quick start? What, what was it? 
five no, links. I did a five links. Yeah, I did, I did five, five yeah. links. Oh yeah, we uh, we knew about five. We talked so many people out of five links, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also trying to link everything together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We all doing energy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Energy drinks and all that stuff. Energy look, we can save all you till it. I said, listen, we got coffee over here. Son. <laughs> That's all we do. Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> my, my, my selling for five links was the um the, the grocery drop. Yeah. So you could yep. you could pick your grocery. Uh-huh. That's how I sold it. You could pick the grocery and you get the growth. Then I started doing the energy drink because I was in the uh, well, Marine Corps and everybody was drinking. Um, Red Bull at that time, that was big. Red Bull, Monster had Monster was there, but Red Bull was even bigger. And I was like, "Yo, this drink right here, that uh-huh. X S whatever drink, I was like, it's the same thing as Red Bull, but it's healthy, bro." Yeah, I mean, yeah. We gotta be healthy, bro. We that's gotta- crazy, man. We, I mean, we talk about, bro. We got this paper clip, bro, but it's yeah. healthy. It's healthy, <laughs> and it's organic. And it's organic. <laughs> and it's organic, bro. You need this because when your fingers touch this, yes, telling you. It's lowering your calorie intake. I promise you that. Yeah, look at these charts. Did he mention yeah. that it's from the Himalayas? Yeah, it's from the Himalayas, bro. Because like <laughs> when they fold it up, bro, you didn't even know when they fold these paper clips, they use an organic tongs. You didn't even know that, did you? You'd be like, <laughs> yo, look at this data. Look at this data right here. Look at these. I'm telling you, look, hey man, nah, hey, now matter of fact, I got the presentation right here on my iPad, bro. Look at this. But, but look, here's the yeah. one thing that I'm forgetting about MLM. Look, you think that's crazy? We got 19 ways to get paid, bro. Let me show you our compensation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know what made me laugh when we first started? It was like, hey, yo, I don't have a lot of time. I'm telling but, you, bro. Uh, hey, man. I, hey, but see, I excelled in it so long. I'm telling you, I was in it for a good three months. And three months, yeah. MLM is almost like six to nine months because it's every <laughs> single day you're trying to recruit you every it. day it ain't no monday yeah, yeah. to friday it's it's 40 hour uh, it, it seems like it's 72 hour work weeks bro because you're like yeah, going yeah. in every day right yeah, so yeah. i um you start to develop you know what it is before they do it you know like you'll get somebody because what what multi-level marketing became honestly it started to try its best to with to ingrain itself within the day-to-day things to not help you understand that it's a pyramid or a MLM. So what they would do is they will always try to say things that makes it sound, but it does not matter because if your ears are trained, you can sift straight through all of that stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for (laughs) real, I have an opportunity call MLM. Uh, We have (laughs) MLM. Hey, uh, I got six people. I got six <laughs> spots left for this opportunity. Yeah, yeah. MLM. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it don't matter. We know, bro. Just, and, you know, I used to like when people get me on the phone, I used to do like this. I was like, hey, bro, let me stop you right there, man. Tell me what your compensation plan is. Excuse me? I said, oh, you ain't been, yeah, yeah. In, you ain't been in this long. I need to know what, what what's the percentage of your top, what's the top line? I need to know the comp yeah, yeah, plan. Yeah. How many ways yeah, can yeah. I get paid? Do I just yeah. need to see? product or what what am i push like they were looking at me like how do you know all that how do you know all this you know how do you i mean yeah i was like when how long you been in the business you know like you can tell you can tell them like you can even tell them you can look i turned the sale on to somebody that was trying to sell me i was coaching them on how to sell their multi-level yes yes Yes. hey you missed a step 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I told the guy, I told the guy one time, I said, first of all, man, you need to go after the five checkers. Do you know what the five checkers are? He was like, the five checkers? I said, yeah, man, you got to go after married people, person that lives and makes this much money, understand this. He was like, oh, man, he was over here like, no, nah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I appreciate that, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, but for real, like we said, man, um, honestly, I mean, all of the things that I'm doing right now, I structure my business based off of MLM. You know, yeah. my sale, my whole sales team that I have rocking with Beatty right now, I, it's the same thing. I was, and it's funny to say this because we was in a meeting the other day and I said, when we sign up our people, the top line people are going to get 20%. Everybody that comes in after that is probably going to get 10. And then that, some of that 10 is going to funnel up through that 20 to get to me. Yeah. Everybody, and then yeah. what I ended with, it's all about timing and positioning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you, and I just had this call. But where did I get that from? Multi level uh, marketing. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh my gosh! So after you that those three months, CJ, and you said, okay, your eyes start, your bank account, and your your your, your hunger. What what was the next step? What what where, where where did you go from there? Well, so so then I was, so then at that point, man, I was uh I was already a motivational speaker. Um, by that time, I was a motivational speaker, not professionally. I was just doing it in an off season in elementary yeah, right. schools and middle schools, high schools, just giving back to the community. But I mean, yeah. where the rubber really met the road for me, you know, that I was still actively chasing the big leagues at that point. But mm -hmm. where the rubber met the road for me and when I really became like I've taken it to the next level was I had to be able to go all the way to the ground floor. And that's and let me tell you this much. If God wants to get your attention, fam, he, he can get it. He'll get it. And he got mine because yeah. I thought yeah. that I was Deion Sanders. I thought that I was Hollywood Beatty. I thought that I couldn't be touched. I thought that everything. But then, boom, I came into the locker room and the Cardinals emptied out my car, my locker. Mm. They emptied out my locker and I was sitting there distraught, sitting there frozen, understanding, like, how could this happen to me? Not me. I've excelled at every level that I've been at. And I felt like I was a victim of the system. And it was nothing that I could do. It wasn't like I could hit a reset. It was like it's over. Like I'm staring at my lock. I'm staring inside of my locker, and nothing's in it. Mm. Mm. And as and and seriously, as I as I turned to look for, you know, anybody or anything, everybody that's in that locker room doesn't want to make eye contact with you, so they turn their heads too. So you're feeling alone at that moment. So the only thing that I really had as I packed up my stuff. And I got on the highway and I headed up 95 back to North Carolina from Florida. Um, I only had my mental to lean on. And uh, before I could even get, see there's steps. Before I even got to the mental, I had to have a foundation before you get to the mental. Yes. Sir. And the foundation mm -hmm. was, the foundation was faith. Mm -hmm. That was my foundation. See, people will skip that and they'll be like, man, you know what? I had to just believe in my. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what happened. I hit rock bottom. And the only thing that was going to yeah. bounce me back was faith. That was yeah. it. My faith is yeah. what got me off the rock bottom. Mm -hmm. You know, going back to, you know, there was no friends. I didn't want to face anybody. I didn't want to call anybody. All those A1s, day ones and all of those people. I didn't want to call nobody at it. But there was always somebody there, and it was God. God picked me yeah. back up. God restored me. Not no, I didn't. I didn't call on a rap song. 
I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't listening to Lil Wayne when they let me go. I started, yeah. I turned on something that was going to heal me and I turned on gospel music. Mm-hmm. And, it started, and it started to like restore me and yeah. it built me back up. It dried my tears up. And then that's when I activated the mental. Yes, sir. And that right there is when I felt like, and I have an album coming out um, I'm working on right now. It's called They Created a Monster. And that right mm. there is when a monster was born. Because at that particular time, I said they released a player that they'll never see again. They released a oh. person they will never see again. Yes, sir. You know, some wow. people are afraid to, to get released. Some people are afraid of adversity and failing and missing the mark. But you got to understand it's necessary if you want to be great. And I want to be yeah. great. So yeah. I knew that I was on the right path. And I knew that I was on the right path whenever I said, oh, shoot, they tried to stop me. That means I'm going to be great. Let's keep this thing going. Yes, sir. So, so that's that was really the turning point for me in my life right there because I, I made up in my mind that I'm gonna grow my mind. I'm gonna grow this mental toughness. I'm gonna keep a notebook. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna start reading more books. I I, I got to get this thing sharp. And along the way, when when you and what, what one of my mentors told me this, they says the moment that you turn your desire into a burning desire, that's when mm-hmm. you'll find the answers. Yeah. And the answers will come to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? No, he, he was like, seriously. He said he read that in the book, Thinking Grow Rich. He says, when a man turns his desire, his simple desire into a burning desire, burning desire. a burning desire is knocking on doors with no shoes on because you yes, don't sir. care what it looks like. You just knocking mm-hmm. on the doors. A burning desire is it's raining outside, but you still knocking on doors. A burning desire is you ain't got no coat on, but you still knocking on doors. That's a burning. Yeah. I turn everything that I do into a burning desire. And that's when mm. it started to shift for me. You've been listening to the Success Journey Show. You can check us out on our social media on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Also on our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Just sit in that, guys. <laughs> yeah, just sit in that. Just sit in that. Like, like, think about your life. And, you know, we talk about dreams and goals and all those different things. But what what, what has become a burning desire for you? Like, like for real, what has become a, a burning desire? Um, what, what, and people say, well, what wakes you up? You know, what's your why? All that kind of stuff. But, like, what is that burning desire when it's not even about sleep anymore? It's about <clears throat> sleep. It's a function in order to help support that burning desire, right? Like, okay, let me let me get a few hours so I can uh, re- rejuvenate my mind so that I can get, get back at it. Not, oh, I'm tired, you know? Um, dude, that is heavy, man. That is heavy. So it, when, you, when you really start to, to embrace that, you know, tell us, share with us, what did it look like on the other side of that? What, what, what things started to manifest for you in your life as you really started to adopt that to your life? Like, like everything changed. Like when I seriously, people say, how do you find great people to hang around? And I say the step one is you got to attract the people to hang around. Yes, sir. You got to attract the people to hang around. If you want to hang around higher level people, then you need to grow your mind so you can attract higher level people. 
And let me give you an example. People say, man, they got a great idea and they want to come to you so you can get some help, help them with a loan or help them with some seed money or an investment money. Right. But they're trying to figure out, like, why is it that when I go to Beatty, he kind of like sidesteps me with my idea. I know he's got the money to be able to help me. I'm only asking for a couple of this. But why? Why? Because here's the thing. If you don't sound like your investment that you're asking for, then I don't want no business to do. I don't want no business with you. Yes, sir. If you don't sound like the amount of money that you're asking for, then we don't do business. And it's nothing personal, but you got to sound like what you're asking for. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's never been brought to people's attention. How can you ask me for a hundred grand if you don't sound like a hundred grand? You coming to me asking me for a hundred grand sounding like ten dollars. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then want to be upset that I can't give it to you because I know that this hundred grand ain't coming back from this ten dollar yeah. mouth. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh man, so you gotta you gotta attract the people that you want to hang around, man. So because if you show up, like check this out, if you ask for a hundred grand, but you come talking a hundred grand, you ain't even gotta look like a hundred grand, but you talk. 100 grand. That's when right. they say real recognize real. Real. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, you say, look, I ain't got 100 grand, but this is what I have. This is my business proposal. I've looked it over. Yeah. I've studied it for a year. I've been in the industry. Yeah. I've got my analytics together. This is what I have. This is what we're going to get in Q1. You get your investment back in Q2. You come to me talking like that. I'm like, okay, this brother special. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I-, I can rock with that. Matter of fact, let's get on a call. Let's get on an opportunity call and let's map out stuff. I'll sign an NDA for you and let's see what you got. See, yes, see, sir. Because a lot of people, and I'm glad I explained that because a lot of people be like, man, that's crazy. He talking because he, he used to be. No, it ain't like that, bro. My mentors had to rock with me the same way. People don't understand that if you don't sound like it, that's not how this game is played. You got to learn how to play the game within the right. game. So if you got an idea as an entrepreneur, don't go to nobody out here with your dreams. Until you sound like mm-hmm. your dreams. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ricky, Ricky, man, we talk about this all the time is that when we step to somebody with our presentation or when we sit down with somebody or we or when somebody because we can have a development company. Right. And when somebody says, hey, I want to develop an app, and we say, OK, yeah, we could do that for you. We sit down, we get the scope and we're like. And we're talking about it. If the person don't think that we have the capability from the, the presentation or from the the, 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 the the conference call that we did, they're going to probably be like, yo, nah, these guys is definitely not it. But when you mention the steps, just like you're saying, the steps and how we're going to get from here to there, and, and they can see that vision, by the end of the call, they're like, man, where do I sign, man? I'm ready to, I'm ready to go, and you got to develop this thing for me. And a lot of times, we want to create a business. Now we're going to get to that entrepreneur side that you were talking that we you're, you're talking about you're talking about our lane man because there's a lot of times in our community the black community we want to have a business but we don't want to put the structures around the business to make the business flourish mm-hmm. we just think we should just put the item out there and why is it not selling oh why is it not selling bro you have no structure around it nobody believes in it mm-hmm. and then when you come to somebody like us and you'd say like you said, you sound like you you're a ten dollar guy. So now that now now that you you went through that entrepreneurial, you're, you're you're thinking you're thinking differently. How do you, th- as an entrepreneur, everybody wants to have an LLC, and wants to be able to show that paper. I got an LLC. I got my EIN. 
man, I got my business. <laughs> if you, if I'm you, a business if, owner. Hey, if, if, if you don't have yourself together, the only thing you got with that LLC is a yearly fee. <laughs> exactly. That's a, year, that's a yearly fee. That's all you got, man. You got a piece of paper and a and a hundred dollars worth of fees that you got to pay. Every- <laughs> you got a bill. That's what you bill. Yeah, exactly. Bought up a bill. Yeah. So how did you how did you learn about that stuff? The structure. Of course, you're saying you're reading, but you're the reading to structure the business. What? Did you lean on somebody? Did you just only read? How did you how did you formulate that to say, okay, let me start up this um this business right? I would say the first steps that I did to understand, I mean, it took it took a level of humbling. That's the first step that I feel that people have to understand. When you're getting into this entrepreneurship space, you need to be humbled before you start. Because so many people get into this entrepreneurship space with their pride on their on, on their sleeve, with their heart on their sleeve. And when somebody gives them constructive criticism or guidance, they want to say, I want to do it my way. But let me ask you this for the for the people out there that wants to that are just new in entrepreneurship. And you're saying things like, I want to do it my way. I'm going to be innovative. I'm going to be Let me tell you something. Millionaires copy millionaires. Yes, sir. Mm, yeah millionaires copy millionaires you out here trying yeah. to recreate the wheel like you got tomorrow yeah tomorrow ain't promising you are spending years trying to recreate the wheel to do it your way but here's something that's going to drop the mic on you right here how in the world are you going to tell yourself how to get to the promised land if you've never been to the promised land come on how can you get to my house if you've never been how can you get to success if you're still looking for it yeah. You need help. Everybody has help. Even the Lone Ranger had Tonto. Yes, sir. <laughs> Even Albert Einstein goes on record as with him being one of the most uh, influential geniuses of all time. But he goes on record saying that the mistakes of others influences my decisions. Yes, sir. That means he needed other people to help him. So why are you trying to be the first one to do it by yourself? Mm. Yeah. yeah, and the reason why you're trying to be the first one to do it by yourself is because everybody that tries to do it by themselves fails. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a success. It's a it's a success equation. But yeah. to answer your question, I had to humble myself, and once I understood that things like there's an equation to every level of success out here. And when I started to understand that this person that is on this call, this person that is standing in front of me, it didn't take long for me to put two and two together and say, well, if he does have a million dollars and I do see him pull up in this red Corvette or I do see him pull up in this Maserati, I would be a fool driving my Mazda to say that he don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) I'll be an absolute fool to be like, I don't want to listen to you, sir. Even though you look like you know what you're talking about and you've been there before and you're trying to give me every success secret that you got, I'd rather do it my way. And that's the people that people are hanging around. That's the 98%. Yes, sir. So I had to humble myself and then I understood that the success equations work. When somebody, when anybody stands up at any amount of success, I don't care if you're a teacher, you're a success. 
I don't care what it is. If yep. anybody's yep. trying to, to share a secret of success with me, I take it in. I shut up and listen. I want to listen because you could tell like 90% of what you tell me could absolutely be trash. But that 10% could make me a million. Yep. But that's why I listen to everybody. Not 90%. I'll be over here like, man, hey, that's good. <laughs> but, that, but then as I'm doing like this, you might say something be like, oh, hey, hold on, sir, sir, stop. Can you say that one more time, please? Yep. And then I'm taking that down like, nah, I, need, never, I never looked at it like that. You know, yep. so I, I, I think that right there is humble because you got to be humble to do that. You got to be humble yeah. to put the pride to the side to be able to do that, you know? Bro, Dude. you ain't said nothing but a word. Man, let me tell you something, man. I hear people. Yeah. Let, let me tell you what. I, what, what. Uh, Jay-Z sold out. He don't understand that. We want to be 100% black owned. He sold out to this, this, this company and gave them this percent. And now he only owns 42%. I, I'm looking like, you know that Jeff Bezos only owned like less than 17% of Amazon, right? And he's a multi-billionaire. Yep. Like you guys understand that, right? But because you don't understand that concept, you guys don't understand what it means to partner with people and how to sit um uh, uh, um structure a business to help you scale to another level. The, the, I'm like I'm like a lot of people they just talk. Oh, if I had mm -hmm. the country, this is how I'd fix the deficit, bro. You can't have a balance your thousand dollar checkbook. Yeah, yeah, and do but the thing you said that in there. Uh, both of you guys is Jeff Bezos owns, you know, a minority share of Amazon. Who else owns Amazon? I mean, Amazon. You don't know, right? We, we can't, know. we can't list all the, all the owner, all the other owners. You could probably look it up online, but you can't list it. But guess what? They are as wealthy or, you know, or similar, um, Situation that's just best based on in terms of wealth, right? But they, they they don't need to be in a limelight. Their name don't need to be listed. But guess what? They they understand what it means to be successful. And I, the reason why I say that is because what, C, what CJ is saying it's like, yo, you know, you listen to all these people. Most people that are millionaires, you don't even know who they are. Because why? Because you're looking at the people that are. Hey, I got all these different followers on social media. Oh, I got all these different things. They're in the limelight. Oh man, we're killing, we're killing, 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 killing. But you like multimillionaires are sitting back like, nah, I just, I just get up early in the morning. I write, take my notes. I just get up in the morning, set my routine. I'm the quiet guy, and, and, and I, I may have the, I may have the nice car. I may not have the nice car, right? But if your eyes aren't open to really looking and observing and trying to follow those patterns and realize what the recognize what those patterns are, you will never be able to understand who and what direction that you're going in and what direction you need to go in. So paying attention to not only like when you see they said, oh, that 10% is what got me over the edge. Like, dude, like it takes a skill to sit there and listen to that, to find that 10% of information like, yo, that's what I need right there. And how do I take that 10%? And now how do I apply that? It goes back to the very first thing. I apply it because I take out my notebook. I know, I know where I'm going. I'm mapping it out. I'm applying it to my room, applying to my day, applying it to my strategy, applying to all these different things, both. And over time, you start seeing the, pro, the, 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 the fruit 
of the knowledge that you're gaining, the fruit of your labor and things of that nature. God, this is not, this is not, it's not rocket science, but at the same time, it takes discipline, diligence, dedication, drive, <laughs> dream, right? Uh, in order, in order, man, to uh, to achieve it and get there, dude. Because CJ, man, I'm, I'm loving so much, man, what what you're sharing with us uh, tonight, man. Because it's like so, it's so refreshing. Marlon and I, we tell people, I and mean, we do success journey show. People listen to this all around, right? But we're selfishly. This is our Monday morning motivation time for us, <laughs> right? Like we get off of these calls. I can't go to sleep after these calls. I'm just like, I'm just up, like. All right, man, what else I got to work on? Okay, what else I got to do? Well, I said, man, y'all go to bed. I'm like, I can't. I'm just fired up. I can't sleep. My mind is just running. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, man, we love what you're sharing, dude. Like, when you, so as you are, well, gaining these experiences, learning from these individuals, your mentors, and things of that nature, talk to us about just the transfer of that information. Now that you're, you're receiving this information, you say you do motivational speaking, you know, you started off, you know, doing it just for giving back, but then start building your platform, build, have built your platform to where now you're able to give the, this, this knowledge and these nuggets to people of all the information that's been poured into you now to release this to individuals. Talk about that level of transition uh, in your life, right? And, and being more debt, um, uh, dis- not I'm gonna say discipline, but more. Uh, what's the word? I'm lost of words right now. More um, intentional, right? Intentional about the poor back into, into the community. That that the word the word that you said, and and it's crazy that you say you lost words, then you went this directly to the word that I was going to say that I live on, and that's being intentional, intentionality. Like being intentional is what people miss at. And I feel that everybody, if they focus on being intentional, then that's when they're going to see some things dynamically shift. And, um, you know, I read a book by Malcolm Gladwell called The Tipping Point, and it talked about the different um, epidemics that happened and what like spurred the epidemic and, you know, what spurred the change and how did it like grow from this and the different types of people that are in place to be able to start an epidemic. Um, I think if you want to be able to start an epidemic in your life in a positive way, it starts with being very intentional. And that's through the roots of discipline. If you are starting to be more intentional with the words that come out of your mouth, if you'll start to become intentional with the people that you allow around you, if you start to be intentional with what you say to the people when it comes to communication, that of your wife, that of your spouse, that of your neighbor, that of your kids, that of your friends, your colleagues, if you're intentional, then that's when things are going to be more precise in your life. Like if we're intentional with, a, with, with you know, gardening, like you got to be intentional about it. You can't be loose with it because if you're loose with it, you can plant a hundred seeds, but if you're loose with it, you'll lose some to the birds, some to the wind, some to would not even grow because you didn't put it in fertile ground. So out of a hundred seeds, you'll probably only get five plants. But if you're intentional, if you've done your homework, if you've done your due diligence, if you understand where the sun rises and where it falls, if you understand all the little things that you're intentional about learning before you plant those seeds, you'll probably end up getting all all of those plants to come to life or 90% of them because of the intentionality of the method of the process. So I believe that, that, that that's where I got the most out of me and what I continue to strive for is being intentional about it to make sure like 
if I need to be better in something, I need to be very intentional about what happens, about what I'm saying to make sure that I'm crystal clear, slow down, listen more, talk less, be more intentional about these things. Um, when it comes to sharing and wanting to grow, I'm intentional about it. So it's like, who am I going to allow around me in my circle? I'm very intentional about that. Like I'm, I'm serious because whoever you hang around is what you become. Yes, and sir. so if that's the case, then I have to be intentional about who I uh, allow around me and what I allow around me and what I allow myself to listen to. Because so many mm -hmm. people, man, I rock with this song because it's a great beat. It gets my body moving. But you don't understand uh, being intentional about what you're allowing inside of your body. Like, what are, what are yeah. you around? Like that negative energy, the vibes and all of those stuff is transferable. Like that energy is contagious. So you got to be intentional about what you allow in your body. Like when I'm riding in the car, sometimes I choose intentionally to listen to audiobooks. Like strategically, I'm intentional about it. My body might not listen. My body doesn't want to listen to audiobooks all the time. But the mm -hmm. fact that I force feed myself that, that means I'm intentional about making sure that it gets its, it gets its due. Yeah. Like, and yeah. then, of course, like people say, I don't really want to go to the gym, but I'm intentional about going. Yes, sir. I'm consistent about going. I'm very intentional about my actions because I know what I'm going to get from it. So I think the intentionality, being attention to detail, being intentional about those things is what you need. I'm telling you, it's so funny. You mentioned music, man. Like a kid, and I'm not knocking on, I'm not calling out any specific artist, but uh, artists will say, man, I get up, I get up every morning. I think about killing. I shoot my gun. I'm, and they, every song is that, right? And then you hear such and such shot somebody today. And you'd be like, I could never believe that he would do something like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. He's such a nice kid. <laughs> Did you hear a song? He said every morning you get up, you think about shooting. <laughs> That's crazy. And I mean, it, it's, 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 it's the subconscious is a, is a dangerous place, man. That's in the mind, the mind. See, that's what they, I, I think I read uh, in a book talking about the mind. You have to be careful, very careful what you use your mind with, because whatever you plant, is what you'll get out of it. Yes, sir. Because yes, the mind sir. doesn't know whether it's poisonous or whether it's uh, unfruitful. It's just whatever Correct. you plant in it is what it's going to produce. Correct. Like people don't understand that that way of thinking, that perspective, that analogy with their mind. So like if you happen to open up your mind and see all of the things that you're allowing inside or AKA planting inside of it, that's why things don't work from you year in to year out. And that's why you have the same New Year's resolution every <laughs> year because you continue to plant things that are not <laughs> that are not for you. You know, yeah. you've been trying to lose 10 pounds for 50 years. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's crazy because over 10, over 50 years, you, you know, you could have you could have lost all of us 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, but I, I think that, that that is realistically what it is. Is just people don't under, they need to study the mind. If I had a tip, study your mind. Yes. Be more intentional yeah. about really understanding who you are. If you want, here, here, here's some nuggets. If you want to change your environment, start with the change inside of you because you can't 
move to a better environment thinking that that's not going to follow you. Your that's actions right. will follow you. The way you talk will follow you. Oh, I got to get out of here because it ain't nothing here. It ain't no man's for me here. So I got to go to a better pool. No, you're going to get there. You're going to take that goddamn city to, your, to the new city. You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand that it's, it's you. Yeah. So it's I can't you. just put up. I can't just put on some new clothes and go take an Instagram picture and say new year, new me and put on a brand new suit and I become new. No, no, they don't, it don't work that way. It don't oh. work that way. You know, no, it definitely don't work, but a lot of people do. And that's why a lot of people are the 98%. Mm. That's why there's only 2% of people out here winning and people hear that, but they don't understand. Like it goes into detail. When you look it up, the 2%, are the one two percent of people that are winning is when a household in America is making collectively over a hundred thousand dollars. Seriously, mm-hmm. people don't understand this. Are collectively making over a hundred? It's probably because of inflation. Maybe let's just say it's one hundred and fifty now. Yeah. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars between two uh, a married a husband and a wife, two household. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. If you're not making over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Between the two of you, you're not at the two percent. You're considered broke in America. Yes, sir. That you're in the ninety-eight percent. Yeah. And when you uncap all of the people that's in the ninety-eight percent, there's a pattern on why they're in there. They're not intentional. They wake up late. They got excuses. They say, "I don't want to deal with them right now. I'm tired." When you yeah. start to sound like the ninety-eight percent, that you're gonna look around. That's why you're around the ninety-eight percent. You know what I'm saying? So the two percent is doing the opposite. You know what? I, I, but you know, you see some guys and 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 ladies in the ninety eight percent that they go hard on certain things, but it ain't the right things. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and that's why they, they in the ninety eight percent. You got the you got the grind. You know what you know that says? You know what that says for a coach? They got potential, but potential don't get yeah. you in the big leagues. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Potential don't get uh, you. Say, say that again. <laughs> yeah, potential don't get you in the big leagues. Oh man, they grind hard. Oh, he works hard. I'm not about to. I'm not about to put my name on somebody <laughs> to just. Oh man, we got to draft this kid. Why? Why should we draft him? Because he works hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has great ideas. Oh, he's a hard worker. Okay, yeah, let's give him a million dollars. He's a hard worker. No. <laughs> no. You either you either are or you're not. Yeah. And you know what, too? I'm also realizing a lot of people, 98 percent, is that because of the environment that they're in, they're okay being in that 98 percent because all their friends are in 98 percent. And it's so easy to 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 create a impression on people that you're that you are in a higher percentile than you actually are. Right. Mm-hmm. So and floss. And show people that I'm, you know, somewhere else. I'm good. And, and, and I don't know if they're truly satisfied with it. No, they're not. They're not. Rick, there's so many people. <laughs> look, look within even the just... industry. Look at yeah. so Hollywood have all these people who we supposedly say are in that two percent. Hold on, keep keep this going. I gotta get my my charger real quick. Hold on, keep this going. Are you good? No yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. No problem. And they're in that two percent, right? And within that 2%, they're saying that they're doing this because they're not fulfilled. They're killing themselves. 
I'm going to say that right. They're committing suicide because they're not fulfilled. They're not happy with themselves. They disappear. They start doing crazy stuff. And we say, why is this person doing X? Bro, they're not fulfilled. There's some people that's in that 98% who the only thing they have is to post and say, I'm this. Mm-hmm. And that's the only... They, they live that out and that's why they got to post again because they're living. It's just like taking, it's just like a drug, drug addict, right? The first time they get that high. Yeah. Then the next time they hit lower, then they're trying to get up, trying to get lower, try to get up, try to, and they do that. And they just keep on doing that same thing over and over, Rick, man. I, if they are truly happy, God bless them. But the majority of them, they're happy today. And then tomorrow you see the same post about, yo, man, I don't know if I could take this life anymore. Dude, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, and and I and you got to be honest with yourself, right? And I and I deal with that myself, like this whole weight loss journey. And CJ was talking about me, you know, and getting in shape, you know. And it's one of those things where it's like, Rick, are you are you serious or are you comfortable where you are, right? And the only way you get uncomfortable is if you're around people that are, if I'm always around people that are in fitness and doing different things and staying healthy and doing things like that, I'm uncomfortable. You know, I'm, I, you know, I, I like, like I'm on the phone with Marlon. Marlon's like, yo, I'm in the gym right now. I'm uncomfortable because I'm like, oh man, I should be in the gym. I should be in the gym right now. You know, I'm going to the gym in the morning, take my kids to go work out and they playing, they playing ball and they, and you look at all the kids in fit and I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, oh man, I should be, what's my call? But you have people that are in that thing and they're 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 content. They're like, hey, I, I had my I had my day in the sun. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just good. I'm just good where I'm at right now. I'm just gonna be overweight, and that's what it is. Like, Let me go get my sub sandwich after I <laughs> after I do this. And and it's like I, some people have come to a resolve that yes, this sir. is what life is gonna be for me. Yeah. Yep. Whether they're happy with it or not, they come to a resolve. And the only reason I'm, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out there as like double advocate. The only reason why I feel as though they're okay with that resolve is because the environment that they're in allows them to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. You know, hey, Rick, I'm going to tell you this. I think we're going to have to bring CJ back. Um, these people are not going to be able to. Yeah, I was going to say we can't unpack everything. We'll yeah. be on three hours. It's three hours. <laughs> Four hour podcast. And, and, and we know about people's attention span. So <laughs> what we got to do is we got to leave them yearning for more and want right. more. And CJ does have more because this story we we didn't get into all the different endeavors you're doing and what you're doing within the community. So yeah. uh, Rick, you always wrap it with a nice thought. And um, CJ, yeah. I'll do this portion before, before um, Rick wrap it up. If somebody wants to find you, if somebody want to talk to you, if somebody wants to get in contact with you, um, how do they do that? What's your different handles and how, how, um, how could they do that? Uh, right with me on, uh, if you need to find out more information about me, um, you can go to www cjbatty.com b-e-a-t-t-y um follow me on instagram at cjbatty44 um twitter at cjbatty44 makes it easy for everybody just type in in the search cjbe and that sucker with a blue check mark pops up that's your boy you know what i'm saying that makes it official so you don't have to worry about 
seeing all those other phonies out there trying to portray me. <laughs> um, but other than that, man, I appreciate you guys for uh, letting me come on, man. I had a blast and I can't wait to come back because I feel like that was part one of the part four series. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> call, yes, this sir. Thing, call this thing church. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Revival. We got a revival series yeah. going on. Past the, be- past the Betty. <laughs> hey, I, I take Bishop. Bishop would be all right. Bishop. 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 Prophet. Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all, listen, man. This has been a, a wonderful time, man. And um, I'm, I'm going to actually leave on one note, one word, not one word, but just one, one more nugget to our, our team. And usually I like to like, have the our guests go back in a point in time based off of the story that you revealed to us and what i what i want to be, do is ask you if you can go back to that cj that was inside right in hey you know i am what was it i am different i am i am um there to make a difference right you know as your mom was instructing you and you can take 60 minutes with that cj 60 seconds with that cj knowing what you know now, like, what would you say to him? I would tell, I would tell him to make sure that you grow your mind and make sure that you read as many books as possible. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell him that son, you want to change the world one day. And if you want to change the world faster, I need for you to understand the power of mental toughness. Mm -hmm. The toughness. I said, I trust me. I'm from the future. And I'm telling you that what you're going to have is beautiful. You're going to help so many people. But you can help me out by starting this mental toughness journey now. Because yes, we got data. But if you get it now, you're going to help me reach more people. Yes, love sir. It. Love it. Love it. But travelers, man, you have it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we do this for you, right? Um, we love you. We know everyone's on a different journey. Everyone is traveling on, on their road. Uh, to success and we're here for it all right so we really appreciate you tuning in uh, with us today another week and don't forget to go to our website the successjourneyshow.com and check out all of our previous um, guests that we have had on Uh, also look in the show notes you can find all the information about CJ here again we want to thank him for spending some time with us sharing some nuggets with all of us Uh, and we will see you guys next week at the same time the same place on the success journey show everyone have a good one You've been listening to the Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.